0: Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. There was an article in SpaceWise that says Arizona is a top state that people are going to be moving into in 2022. Like that's over Florida, that's over Texas, which always seem the biggest states for people entering the state. Is this like continued? Is this nothing new because people are always looking to retire at warmer climate or is this part of the great relocation of people trying to get away from high tax and, you know, high government mandated States?
1: I think it's part of that. I mean, I think it's a combination of all those things. You know, Arizona, if you think about it, if we can manage our water supply around here, you don't have very many natural disasters around here. You just have really hot weather in summer. And so, you know, it's pretty attractive. So we have a lot of clients that are here six months out of the year uh, eight months out of the year, but then they'll usually go somewhere during the summer. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, that dream uh, looks pretty attractive to a lot of people. They come in here for the Phoenix open. They come in for the, for spring training. And they'd say, wow, why don't, why don't I figure out how I, how I can be here? So yeah. uh, we love it. So, um, you know, just don't be here during the summer.
0: <laughs> Cause what 130 degrees is not uncommon. <laughs> if you're new to the area 480-680-6868 you can meet the team at acute wealth advisors at success in the new and let's get to it inflation we talk about it every week because it continues to dominate the headlines i want you to hear this clip from steve leisman of cnbc who says a lot of ifs a lot of ifs need to happen before these soaring prices really start to come back down most forecasters think inflation is going to cool later this year. Hope that the ports start to clear the backlog of ships that are out there. Workers who have been reluctant to take a job because of concerns over things like the virus or child care, that they come back. And the Fed is going to be raising interest rates to slow the economy at least somewhat. A lot right has to happen, but there's no reason inflation should remain this high very long if we get the policies right. Okay. So, Damon, Matt, is this something we need to worry about with the correction at this point? Because stocks and bonds, they'll bounce back quickly.
1: Well, so I think there's two things that are going on. So, number one, we know inflation is getting out of control, and the Fed is trying to figure out how they're going to handle that. So there's two major ways, and, and we don't really only talk about the one way that the Fed usually tries to control inflation, and that's by raising interest rates. Mm-hmm. So they've given a lot of signals that more than likely here in March, they're going to raise it a half a percent. And more than likely we'll see another half a percent increase probably before the end of summer and so that's what they've signaled to the market but I was I was talking to another client I was talking to Damon about this but you know the other way that the Fed can kind of control inflation is by not being real clear in what they're going to do with these interest rates and causing anxiety and causing concern in the markets because the one thing the markets hate is uncertainty they don't like you know, the outbreak of war. They don't like the Fed saying, we, well, we might raise interest rates, but we haven't decided how much. They don't like that uncertainty. Once they know what's the rules are, what they're playing by, the market can kind of adjust to that and, and move forward. And and just to kind of bring up the war issue, mm-hmm. is really fascinating. I was looking at a couple of graphs where it talks and it shows that leading up to sort of a conflict, whether it was, you know, the Iraq, US war, uh, you know, many of these other things, a lot of times the market kind of dips before the invasion, Mm -hmm. but oftentimes the market really takes off right after the the invasion occurs. Again, they don't like the uncertainty. So once they figure out, okay, well, they're going to go to war, they're going to attack here, this is what this looks like, then the market kind of say, okay, we can adjust to that and move forward. So that being said, one of the other tools that the Fed has that I believe they're actually using right now is that they can kind of create uncertainty in the market. If they can not be real clear 100% with how much they're planning on raising interest rates and what that looks like, they can kind of cause some of this volatility in the market. And why would they do that? Well, if they can kind of you know, cause some, some angst in the market that the market's going up and down, people are worried, they're kind of seeing, man, I just had a drop. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to say, you know what, hun, let let's postpone buying that new car. Let's postpone that remodel we were planning because the market's really kind of crummy. I'm a little bit worried about things right now. Well, if they create enough of that where people press pause on some of the things that they were going to purchase or buy, Mm -hmm. that will, right there, lower inflation. So I really believe the Fed's kind of doing two things. Number one, they plan to raise interest rates, but they're also creating a little bit of uncertainty of how much they're going to do and what they're going to do, because that works in their favor, too. And at the end of the day, if we can get inflation a little bit more under control, then you can just go back to that strong economy that continues to grow, the markets continue to climb. And, you know, you get back to something that's a little bit more sustainable and stable. And so I think that's what's happening. But it's going to be a volatile period as we kind of adjust to that and we deal with some of these issues mm-hmm. that that you got to be prepared for in your investment accounts and be prepared in the way that you're invested, you know, in the way that you're adjusting your portfolio so that you're prepared to protect against the downside. Mm-hmm. But you also are ready to take advantage of the upside when it comes
2: and you know mark i would say that again taking the the perspective of you know our our clients and who we service and that's our are people preparing for retirement uh, and in retirement, inflation always has to be part of the story. And just like other things like the stock market, it's gonna ebb and flow and you're gonna have times of higher inflation than others. Um, But you have to plan and have a a long-term strategy that's going to say, look, I'm likely going to be retired for 20 plus years, maybe Mm -hmm. 30 years. And so I've got to have things in place that are going to uh, outpace inflation to make sure that I have money as long as i am going to live while not taking so much risk that when these volatile times come i'm not panicking because i'm seeing you know my portfolio swing up and down and up and down and now i can't feel like i i can take that vacation i wanted to do or or stay retired and, and feel like i have to go back to work and that that takes having a really good plan in place that gives you answers for the different times um, and different situations that happen. And and that's what we have strived to do for 21 years. And that's build portfolios that are encompassing not only the, the market, but inflation and taxes and how to utilize your the different assets you have from your pension to Social Security and making sure that all those things are in place. And then as we see different things happen, like high inflation or a recession come or really good markets, we're adjusting the portfolio. And, and bringing in different tools that are designed for those different circumstances to maintain some stability of income and things for our clients that are close to retirement or already retired so they can continue to have the peace of mind that they want to have in retirement and not be, you know, worried up at night because the market's doing this or Russia might attack, you know, the Ukraine mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. And without a plan, then, then you're, if you're out there feeling that way, it's likely because you don't have answers. And you're not sure what adjustments are going to be made if this happens or if that happens, right? The the clips talked about a lot of ifs that have to happen. Well, you don't want a lot of ifs in your in your strategy when it comes to retirement. You want answers to know, yes, if this happens, here's what uh, is going to happen with my portfolios, or here's the adjustments that can be made, and that gives that peace of mind that, that everybody's looking for when we talk about retirement.
0: You know, I'm getting my basement redone. Um, back in October, we had a pipe bust, and it's taken forever. At first, I had to find a contractor, couldn't find anybody, or they were like, yeah, I'll come and do it, but it's going to take six months because I don't have a crew. Finally got somebody in, and he was like, look, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. He showed me a pile of lumber. He said, two years ago, this would have cost me about $1,000, but this same pile of lumber now cost me $4,000. And he goes, so when you see my final price tag, I want you to know I'm not scamming you by any means, but my labor costs have gone up so much. And that's when you talk about, Matt, having a plan. Are you having to see people dip into some of their retirement savings or some of their portfolio plans because they want to make home improvements or take a trip that's going to be more expensive than they originally thought?
1: Well, for sure. So one of the things we've always talked to clients about is if you're planning on Social Security or a pension or anything like that to provide all of your income needs, you need to realize that you're going to need to give yourself some pay raises along the way. So if you're driving around and you have an ASRS pension, an Arizona State Retirement Fund, and it's paying out this amount, right now, the way the language is written in our laws and with that pension is that if we are in a deficit, if the fund doesn't have a surplus of funds, nobody gets a raise. And that's where most people that have that ASRS have been for a little bit, where they haven't received a raise. And so if you're looking at your retirement dollars, you're looking at social security and you realize, oh, I got a raise, but then they raised my Medicare premium. So a lot of that raise went to medical, Um, my ASRS pension. I didn't get any raise on that. And so now you need to be turning to your other investments. And so the good news is for a lot of our clients over the past couple of years, they've had really good returns on their portfolio. They've been able to then basically use some of the profits and gains to be able to fund some of the extra expenses that they're paying the extra cost of a gallon of gas, the extra cost of a mm-hmm. gallon of milk, all of these things. They have that built in ability to withdraw some funds and, and they're not using up principal to do that. They're able to use the returns on their investments. And so again, what do you do in a high inflationary environment? The key is going to be making sure sure that all of your money is positioned in the proper way. So, You know, one of the things that we've talked to our clients about is, again, a lot of people have a bunch in cash, right? And so the problem with cash is cash is losing 7% every year right now. And so you could think, oh, I've got money in the bank. It's safe. No, your money in the bank is losing purchasing power of 7%. That $100,000 you have in the bank, it's worth $93,000 now. And so what do you do about that? Well, one of the things we send out to our clients at the beginning or at the end of this last year was we let them know about the i bonds so you can put money into i bonds which is a government-backed inflation bond again you can only put ten thousand dollars per year but they were paying and they are paying right now seven point one two percent and so we sent that out to our clients and that's not something that damon and i we don't manage you know i bonds for our clients but it's something that we passed on to them and said look if you got some money sitting in cash You know, you should be getting this invested. Here's an opportunity to put something with the U.S. government backed by, you know, the the strongest country in the world, the strongest country in the history of the world. Mm. And they're backing that up and giving you a 7% rate of return. That's hard to pass up. So, again, like the question I would ask to someone is, is your financial advisor passing on those type of nuggets to you? Are you taking advantage of that? Because you have to find ways that every part of your investment plan is getting some growth because that's the only way you're going to combat this inflation that's happening. And so now we're starting to get some volatility that's getting thrown in there. We're starting to get some ups and downs at the market. And so now people are kind of saying, okay, I need it to be about growth, but now I need to figure out how I make sure I protect this. How am I positioned? And what we're finding with a lot of people, and if you're driving around, this might be you. What we were finding with a lot of people is that they were a lot more aggressive than they realized because mm-hmm. over the past year or two, their stock portfolio has really boomed. It's gone up 15, 20, 30, 40%. But their bond portfolio has stayed pretty flat. And so without them knowing, more of their portfolio has stock in their portfolio because that's what's grown, that's what's increased. And so it's become a larger part of their portfolio. And so you go through periods where the market's pulling back and they're going, "Oh my gosh, this is scary. I've got I've had this big drop. I've seen 5% disappear overnight. I've seen 10%. What's happening?" Well, again, these are the wake-up calls to kind of say, "Well, I probably need to have someone watching over this. I need to have some strategies in place." I need someone that's looking out for me and making sure that I'm positioned the right way so that I can navigate through some of this because we're only going to see more of this. I, again, 2022 is likely going to be a pretty volatile year. It's going to have its ups and downs and you need to have a plan of how you're going to position assets, how you're going to get growth, how you're going to offset inflation and how you're going to fund these income needs. If you're retired and things are more expensive, you're going to need a bucket to be able to start taking money from. And so, Again, that comes down to having a comprehensive financial plan that comes down to understanding what you really are, how you're positioned, what kind of risks you're taking, and how you can best utilize the resources that you've put together to be retired.
2: We have always built our plans and it's not just a portfolio but our plans around understanding that retirement is not a short-term thing, it's a long-term thing and so, you know, this year, again, we've talked a lot about what the Fed's doing with inflation. And anytime we have a time where the interest rates are going to go up and, and for our overall economy, it's not a bad thing, actually, for for the Fed to raise interest rates some. But when when that's happening, what we also know is that your bonds might be going down in value. So mm-hmm. while your bonds are typically your safer investments that that are supposed to hold up your portfolio, if we have rising interest rates, sometimes they can lose money. And so, you know, in the last uh, few weeks, we have put together a, a video that we've sent out to to many of our clients saying, here's the strategies. Here's the arrows that we're pulling out right now because the market's volatile and because we have this rising interest rate environment and if that continues throughout this year our, you know the bond portfolios aren't going to do as well as as they did in 2020 uh, when the market went down and we didn't have rising inflation and so here are some strategies that we can employ that are that will help continue to provide that steady income um, and that steady growth that we need and reduce that volatility and so it's communicating with those clients and letting them know here's what we're going to do. And they expect that of us, yeah. right? And again, I talked about this in the first section. It's about understanding your your peace of mind comes from good communication from from your advisor and having a good plan that utilizes the right strategies at the right times. And and that's what we've tried to do for a very, very long time here at Acute Wealth Advisors.
0: 480-680-6868. Damon, what happens if one of your clients says, you know what? I'm just sticking to the long-term strategy. Don't change anything. Don't mess anything around. I'm going to ride this out and see what happens.
2: Would you advise that? Well, that's always you know a good thing to do. If you have a good strategy and you know that what it is, then then yes, because that's what we ask our clients to do. Sometimes they call and you know I got an email yesterday morning uh, from a client and and he's recently retired and an engineer, so he loves looking at everything, right? And I had to to remind him, hey, look. Looking at the market every single day is going to give you a heart attack. And, you know, his wife kind of chuckles at me and and kind of looks at him like, yeah, listen to him, right? Because remember the long term strategy. But in that conversation, too, we're also saying, but. Again, in our long-term strategy, here are the different things we'll do at different times. It doesn't mean we're just going to sit mm-hmm. and buy and hold and that that this, you know, a 60-40 split is good always forever and that we're not going to make any tweaks and adjustments, but we're not making major shifts and changes just because January and February haven't looked great in the market. We're trying to have perspective about a long-term point of view and know that there's been years like this where, you know, we had a couple of months of volatility, but overall, because we didn't, we weren't reactive and we weren't um, emotional about the decisions. But we're we're calculating, uh, making decisions based off of data that we've accumulated and looked at for a long period of time. That's going to be right for those clients. So, short answer is is yes, a long term strategy is good as long as there are things that you can do from time to time to tweak those strategies and employ different tools at the right time. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there,
0: drop us an email with your questions.